Hey, welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. to 7. On your way home, or if you're already home, I hope you are having a great Friday. Happy Friday to you. Enjoy your weekend. That's a nice shout out to Chris Brown. Happy birthday to Chris Brown, 34 years old. Woo! He is truly, truly, uh, he will be remembered uh, for his legacy. That guy is doing it real big. So happy birthday to him. We have another great show on tap for you today. I'm excited about this one because there's there's a few things we got to break down here. And of course, as always, if you want to chime in on any of these topics, feel free to do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You can also join us right now over in our YouTube chat. That's at KBLA 1580 as well. Don't forget to follow all of our social media platforms at KBLA 1580. And follow me while you are there at Robin Ayers as well. Uh, Listen, there are several things that uh, I wanted to ask you. I actually do have a question of the day for you today. I'll ask that in just a a bit. But um, (laughs) I don't know if you heard about this. Kanye West actually, I don't know if it's genius or if he's being super petty. But he actually... uh, (laughs) set up his Yeezy headquarters right next to, basically right next to uh, Adidas, which if you remember, they parted ways. They they sort of severed ties with Kanye in 2022. And here he is. He is. He's like, listen, I'm going to put my big old Yeezy headquarters right next to Adidas. I don't know if that's petty or not. We'll see what happens with that. But congratulations to him for continuing on with his business. Uh, the question that I wanted to ask of you, though, The Weeknd, singer, the the super megastar, The Weeknd, he, posts, uh, he posted this ambiguous message that kind of rubbed me wrong. I don't know if, if you felt the same way or not, or if you will feel the same way once I tell you about it. But the message said, goodbye, Earth. Goodbye, Earth. I mean, if someone, if you didn't know, if you didn't know who he was or anyone in particular, and you just saw them say that, you would think that something is up. You would think that you possibly need to check on them. Well, it turns out it was from a song that he's about to release uh, on his on a project that he's got coming out. And so my immediate thought, I, I wrote a comment, of course, and I'm like sending him prayers. You know, it's it's May. It's mental health uh, month and awareness month, rather. And um, yeah, he posted goodbye, Earth. I mean, what do you is is that wrong <laughs> to just leave such a, a cryptic message like that? I don't know. Let me know. Am I wrong? Are people doing too much trying to get some 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 attention? Or was that just his slick way of just posting his message? I don't know. I'll definitely ask you guys in just a little bit. But we are going to get to our uh, our conversations on the other side. And we have a great uh, entertainment qu- uh, contributor with us. But right now, let's go ahead and get to this Rob report. Let's drop that, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. This is what we're talking about today. Sherry Shepard, that's my girl. I mean, she was already my girl, but now she's really, really my girl. She pretty much showed the epitome of girl power. And if you had not heard about it by now, it is definitely all worldwide trending news. Okay, she did something that was so major that uh, she recently talked about. We'll tell you what that is, break it down, why people are giving her her props and and what this could mean for future women, especially women of color. Uh, We'll get to that on the other side. As well as Howard Stern. Howard Stern, man, here he is again, still 
still making headlines after all these years. He's talking about black players. He's he has complaints about black players when he's sitting courtside uh, at these basketball games. We'll talk about what he says and what are the possible reasons behind his experiences when he is sitting courtside. We're also going to talk about Neo. You know, we've been talking about Neo, R&B superstar for quite some time. Man, listen, Neo's, I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up, but now all of a sudden he is filing to uh, get a paternity test of his two youngest children, which we know are from a young woman named Sade. And we're going to talk about that. What is Sade saying behind this? What's going on between the two of them? We just saw them out partying. She was just saying in public that he was her baby daddy and all this stuff. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about that. And it's looking a little messy. But hey, who am I to judge? Let these people work it out. But we are going to talk about it on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Rob Report. You're inside The Rob Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Rob Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, let's go ahead and get right into this. I'm so excited to have this beautiful young woman with us today on The Rob Report. Uh, she's everywhere. She's an entertainment reporter, writer. You've seen her on the Jasmine brand and all these under other wonderful platforms. Please, please welcome Demi Lobo to the Raw Report. Hello. How are you today? Huh. Robin, it's so good <laughs> to hear from you. So happy to be here. Oh, thank you so much. Likewise, you know, Demi and I go way, way back. Way and, back. Uh, yeah, we, we, we've been on this journey for a while and I've been watching you. You're, yes. you're always on point you're always doing so many great things and so it's been an awesome an awesome opportunity for me to view your journey so i appreciate you taking the time to be here with us today thank you demi absolutely my girl do i sound okay i'm outside can you hear me okay i hear you okay just make sure that we i really want to get the best of of what you got to say so all your insight and all that stuff we can hear you uh so um I know, Demi, that you you obviously are always one to kind of keep your ear to what's going on in entertainment. You've been doing this yes. for quite some time. So I want to know mm-hmm. your thoughts on this Sherry Shepard thing. Um, the, the the headlines read like this. Basically, Sherry Shepard has done the what seems to be the unthinkable, making it public that she actually shared her um her previous salary from when she was on The View. For those people who don't know what I'm talking about, I have the clip. Let's go ahead and play uh, what we're talking about here. How much do you love The View sisterhood? I love it. It means so much to me, and you mean so much to me. I don't even know if you remember this, but when I signed my deal sheet, um, you gave me a call. I don't know how you got my number, but you gave me a call. (laughs) Girl, I can stalk somebody if I want to. You really did, and you were like, I heard you coming on the show, and I was like, yeah, I'm joining the show. She was like, did did they uh, give you car stipend? I was like, no. (laughs) Did they give you this? I was like, no. I was like, let me get my deal sheet out, and you basically went over your salary for the entire time you were there, and you also gave me Jenny McCarthy's salary. Yes, I did. You got me paid. I gave everybody's salary. You gave me everyone's salary, and I went back to my agent. I was like, you did not get me enough money. There you go. 
know. <laughs> yeah, because I got it from Rosie. Rosie O'Donnell gave me everybody's salary and hers, and I feel you got to pay it forward. It was very it helpful, Sherry. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so just to be clear, I should have set that up for you a little bit better. Just to be clear, they're on Sherry Shepard is on her now Sherry Shepard show. She's talking with the View co-host Sunny Hostin. And Sunny is is on her show as a guest and talking about when Sherry when Sherry called her when Sunny had just gotten the invitation to join The View, and Sherry called her and shared with her her previous salary. Demi, have you ever seen anything like that? And what does this mean for sisters, black women moving forward? Is this how we should operate with one another? I absolutely love this, Robin. I absolutely love this. When I saw this story, I was so excited because as I'll just say, honestly, as black women, we undercut ourselves so many times. Like I know for me, I've literally taken so many jobs, just happy to be in the room, Mm -hmm. happy to have the opportunity, afraid of if I don't, if I say no, or afraid of if I ask for more money, um, I'm not going to get the opportunity. And I've undercut myself Mm -hmm. so many times when it comes to money. So I was so happy to hear about this, that Sunny Austin didn't just take the job. She literally got from a good source, hey, this is how much you should be asking for. Then on top of the money, this is also what you deserve as well for your talent. So this is absolutely how we should work. But sadly to say, I don't think that this is going to be the norm because there are so many people that some people just have a better lawyer, to be honest. Some people have Mm -hmm. a better lawyer. And they negotiate a better deal. Um, you know, I've been in places before where I moved up the ladder. And mm-hmm. because I worked, I moved up internally, I got less money versus someone who came in on the outside. So there are so many different mm-hmm. variables to why certain people make more money, make more, make less money. I will say I love this for what they were able to do for Sunny, But I just don't think it's going to be the norm because everybody, sadly, in Hollywood is out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that breaks my heart to hear, Demi, because you and I both know we We've been in this industry for a good amount of time and and especially as black women trying to move up, you know, it it always feels Mm -hmm. like people have this narrative. They run with this narrative that there is only space for a few of us, you know, just a handful of us. And that's not necessarily the case. But I do think that it's important for women who have established themselves in the industry or in inside of a network or with even the same job, if you have another co-host or someone coming forward, it is so powerful to use your voice for another woman to say, hey, listen, maybe you don't share all of your stuff. OK, maybe you don't share what your deal looks like. I don't know. I think it's a good idea, number one. But if you're yeah. not comfortable with that, still looking, looking to that, to the new, to the oncomer, to the newcomer who's coming on. In saying, what does your deal look like? Maybe I can help you navigate if your agent Mm -hmm. dropped the bar or if your lawyer isn't doing the best job. Maybe I can help you navigate because I can share with you. Uh, This isn't the first time we're hearing about this. I love that for for Sherry and for Sunny. And I do understand Rosie O'Donnell, she... Sherry admittedly said that Rosie has helped her in the past and people have mm-hmm. passed it passed it on. They they've definitely done that as well. Passed paid first. it forward. Yeah. But this isn't the first time. We're we, there have been so many conversations just in Hollywood and amongst actresses and other celebrities saying that we should be sharing our salaries more. And I know that's a bit taboo. What do you think yeah. about that just in general? Is it is it a touchy subject talking about salary amongst one another? It is. It is a touchy subject. But I think that this only works because Rosie O'Donnell was no longer there. So she's like, hey, I'm over this. So I <laughs> yeah. can give it to you. Sherry yeah. Shepard, I'm over this. 
so I can give it to you. This only works if you're like passed down. For example, yeah. like the radio station I used to work at. If someone calls me and says, hey, girl, can you help me out? Now that I'm not there anymore, yes, I can help you out with salary. But if we're working at the at the platform together, mm. nine times out of ten, there's not going to be a person that wants to help you with salary inquiries because they're trying to make sure that they're getting the most money, you know? Mm. But I do love that, that, that Sherry Shepard admittedly opened up to Rosie O'Donnell being the person, but they're both far removed from the view, so they don't really care if, you know, they can't lose anything, you know? If anything, Sunny is the person that could lose something because she's still there, but this is all in good vibes. She got everything that she wanted and, and everything that she deserves because Sherry Shepard was able to pay her for it. So I'm happy for them, but this will not happen for people that currently that you currently work for. I just want to make sure that, you know, mm-hmm. it just won't happen. Okay, yeah. so you're saying you pretty much have to be far, you have to be removed yes. from the situation in order for you Absolutely. to help out the next person. And, and I, I do yep. understand why. I do understand it can be an uncomfortable uh, situation. And there could be a policy thing that you're infringing upon, too. I don't know everybody's contracts are different and all of that. But um, there was another situation. This This is in terms of white women helping black women with equal pay. There was a situation a uh, year a few years ago. And I'll read this a uh, small small piece from Glamour. It's an uh, excerpt from this entire article. It says it's essential for women to see other women in positions of power banding together in setting a precedent like that. During award season, Jessica Chastain, who's an uh, an amazing amazing uh, white actress, she made a monumental example by demanding equal pay for women of color who made 63 cents on every dollar their white male counterparts made. And she actually negotiated for her co-star, Octavia Spencer. She negotiated when she found out Octavia told her what she was making when they were working together. When she found that out, she banded with Octavia Spencer. This is a white woman banding with a black woman and demanding that she got more pay. And because they did that together, they actually got three times more for the both of them than they were uh, previously. So how important is it that we actually look to our allies too, our white allies to maybe help us out? Or do you think that's kind of reaching a little bit more? Mm, Well, I mean, uh, finding the white allies is the first is the first step, you know, finding Finding them. Who are the white allies? Because there are so many people also, too, that want to be what we call like, you know, the white savior. They want to be able to say like, hey, I helped a black person today. Those are not allies. Like what you're saying here, this situation was actually someone who legitimately wanted to be an ally and fight for a black woman to get equal pay. Mm -hmm. But there are some people that don't do it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. So I think finding, you know, sifting out those who are actually an ally versus those who want to be kind of like a white savior is the first step. And then also when you find the person that actually wants to be an ally, yes, we should embrace that more because... Sadly, a lot of people have a white person on their team because the white person will be able to, you know, fight and get you more money. So um, I love this for Octavia, for Octavia Spencer, but I think finding the allies, sifting that out is the first step to, you know, embracing um, those who want to help us. Hmm. Okay. I, and I think that's a fair point. Uh, I, I just don't know if it's ever going to happen, but I just love the fact that right. they made this a, a a public announcement. I think it is such girl power. I think it's the epitome of lifting your sister up and, and, and paying it forward at the same time. But we can be 
clear that Sherry Shepard is established. She has her own show. So this isn't th- this wasn't harming her in any way to go ahead and look back and help Sonny Hostin uh, and hopefully at some point Sonny will uh, pay it forward as well. But even just amongst the entire industry, I hope that this becomes a trend. I hope that it becomes a thing, actually. So um, good for them. I good for that. them. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, shout out to them and see if we can hear any other stories like that in the future. But let's go ahead and move on and talk about this Howard Stern thing. Howard Stern, we have a clip that I'm going to play for you guys just so you can understand what he said. And he's he's sort of complaining about black players when he's sitting courtside. Let's take a listen to Howard Stern. And the black players won't come over and say hello to me, but they go over to Spike Lee or they go. They don't like, acknowledge I'll be sitting, you at all. No, I'll, like I'll be sitting next to um, Tracy Morgan uh-huh. or Chris Rock. You know, they, they they seat you where they seat you. And a lot of times when I'm there, I'm next to Tracy Morgan, who is, you know, so funny. And he's sitting there and like a couple of the players will come over. They like give him that bro shake and, and stuff. And I'm like, hmm. These guys should hug me, too. <laughs> OK. OK, Howard Stern. What do you think about this? Demi? I know. I know. Girl. The first the first thing that I thought of was they don't know him. Right. That's the first thing that I thought. Yes. I mean, Howard Stern has been exactly. around for so long. What are your thoughts on that? It's just the fact that he's complaining okay. about black players not speaking to him. So many things. First off, him saying the bro dap or the bro shake is like, <laughs> just, you know, ew. Okay. Like, honestly, I'm so over him. This whole discussion really just annoyed me because I'm like, Howard Stern, first off, he was the self-proclaimed king of media back in 1992. You have so many players that are literally 23, 24. Yes that are playing right now that first of all were born in year 2000 and 1998 mm-hmm. and 1999 that don't know yes he's a legendary radio icon but mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of people like you said that do not even know who he is number one and two don't know what he looks like when he's sitting front row he is a he is a victim of white privilege and he believes that his white face that is sitting on the front row of the New York Knicks stadium he should be privy to the to the players he's jealous that the players don't want to come up and talk to him. And you know what? Have a seat. You know, you literally may have made a living out of talking shady to people, talking shady about people. You said racist things. So what if the black players don't want to come up and speak to you? If they want to come up and speak to their friend or their their comedian icon, Chris Rock and Tracy Morgan, let them do that. I'm sure there are some white people that want to come up and speak to you as well. Like, he was so out of line, out of pocket for even putting himself in this, um, debate about black players not coming to see. You're not Tracy Morgan to us. You're not Chris Rock to us. You're not Jay-Z to us. You're not Spike Lee to us. So, yeah, we're not breaking the door down to come and say, like, oh, my God, there's Howard Stern. Like, mm-hmm. you need to have several seats on this. And he was way out of pocket for this whole whole discussion. Well, drop the mic right there because <laughs> that, was, okay. that was perfectly I was stated. I, I hear you. I actually wonder if there was a moment that he got his feelings hurt or something. I mean, did, was it just one too many times he felt like he wasn't greeted or he was passed by? I don't know. Um, but for him to even say something like this is uh, you're you're absolutely right. This whole bro handshake thing, it's, it's just not for him. This is completely out of pocket yeah. for him. The other thing, though, that created a discussion about this is the fact that he's specifically addressing black players when in fact black people are the ones that you made fun of he he's done so many exactly. blackface yes. skits and uh 
what made me very uncomfortable, actually, as I looked into this a little bit more, was watching him so comfortably use the N-word. And uh, it, it just made me so uncomfortable. And even Girl. to his his sidekick, I don't know how, what you want to call her, because I don't know if you want to say that yeah. she's a co-host, but Robin... He was very comfortable saying this to her and around her, just using the yes. N-word so freely. And so, yes. first of all, how is Howard Stern still thriving when he's done all of that? Have we just completely dismissed it as a people? Yes. Have we? Well, I think that this is this is how he's getting it back by black players. Probably, honestly, and I'm not even going to sit here because I think that the players probably know who he is. Someone has said, hey, just letting you know, Howard Stern is in the front row. I honestly think that the black players probably know and they just don't desire to go speak to him. I don't desire. Okay, so the radio girl in me, part of me would want to go be like, wow, I met Howard Stern, right? Mm -hmm. Just to say that I met him. Mm -hmm. But am I going to fangirl about him? Absolutely not. So <laughs> I'm not even going to sit here and make it seem as if like people don't know that that's Howard Stern because he's there all the time and he's sitting front row. So I'm sure that someone told the players that this, because it's like, you know, how do you not even like wave to him at all? I think it's on purpose. And it's because of the years of um, trifling, I'll say, things that he said that have um, upset the black community, that the black players, are pro they probably have a pact. They're like, hey, you know, we're going to speak to everybody besides him. I wouldn't be surprised if the black players did this on purpose, because I personally would not be in a rush to go and say any a single thing to him while I'm trying to play my game and make my millions. <laughs> I would go speak to Jay-Z, Spike Lee. Every other league, yeah. okay, <laughs> besides him, and leave yeah. him right out of the conversation. I just would. I hear that. I hear that. That's a fair point, too. Uh, I just you know? don't know if Howard Stern has made enough of an impact in these people's lives. I don't know that they look at him as, sure, they may know him or acknowledge him, recognize him, but you have to be somewhat impactful in my life in order for me to stop, go over to you and give you a handshake or dap or whatever. But I, I digress on that point. I still want to know at some yeah. point, how is, how is Howard Stern still thriving after all of the things that he has done? But I digress on that Great point as question. well. Listen, Demi, we have to keep you around. We, we still got another subject I want to break down, but right now we're going to go to news traffic and sports and get to Neo on the other side. You are listening to the raw report on KBLA talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. All right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Raw Report. That's right. More of, More of the, Raw the Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report, Raw Report. on KBLA Talk 1580. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. So glad that you're here. And if you are just joining us, we are having a very good conversation about Howard Stern and how he is complaining about black people, black people basketball players actually not greeting him when he's sitting courtside like he deserves that or something but we're also talking about sherry shepherd and the fact that she shared her previous salary from the view with the uh, at, at that time future host sunny hostin which i thought was really really awesome and i hope it catches on i hope more women do that but we don't know if it's going to happen or not Right now, we are going to get back in Demi Lobo, who is our entertainment contributor of the day, who's so fantastic. 
Demi, I want to ask you about your thoughts on this whole Neo situation. It's a very sticky, tricky situation because we know that he was married to Crystal Smith for some years. And during that latter part of their marriage, she went ahead and, and blasted him saying that he fathered a child outside of their marriage. We now know that that is true. Uh, but now he's filing for a paternity test for the two youngest children. As a matter of fact, they had two kids together. Her name is Sade. What do you think about this entire situation and the fact that he has now filed to get a paternity test about these two kids? Is this messy or how? what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, well, Robin, you know it's messy, okay? It Literally, is. Literally, I would love to just get more music from him. The <laughs> baby mama drama, the wife, ex-wife drama. I mean, even his first wife. I can't think of her name right now, but I loved her. His first wife. Manietta. She was so sweet. Manietta Shaw. I mm-hmm. loved her. I loved them together. And, you know, he kind of did her wrong and then started dating Crystal. And then I started to like Crystal, you know? And then, you know, surprisingly, they broke up, got back together and then he did her wrong. And so I just feel like just get, stick to the music, Neil, because honestly, in the love department, he is just not able to commit to anybody long term, you know, and he's a great artist. I would love to hear more of this music from him, you know, because I feel like the, the baby mama drama, even like, you know, his wife broke up with him, well, filed for divorce, excuse me, because of these two children. So now literally what years later you want a paternity test is so disgraceful. You should have had a paternity test. If you were nervous that these were not your children, you should have had a paternity test months, years ago. Mm. And then now all of a sudden, like, what's making you all of a sudden want to have, you know, um, have your children have time with you? What is what is this all of a sudden? It's just like, give us the music, stick to the music. And that's really what I would prefer more from baby baby mama drama from Neo. (laughs) I think so many of us agree with you, by the way, on that whole Neo, give us more music thing and kind of stick to that. It's unfortunate, though, that... You know, millions of people go through this type of thing on a regular basis and their business is is not out there like that. But this is what you deal with when you are a superstar or you want to be out there in the in the public uh, in in the public, in the public limelight. Here's what's interesting to me, though, and I'm not sure what you think about this. You know how situations happened, obviously, to the worst of them. We've seen Bill Cosby be convicted of all the things that he's done in his past. We've seen R. Kelly be convicted for the things he's done in his past. These are all moral issues, right? Morally, there are issues. And granted, they were convicted. They had trials and things like that. Neo, this is not to that depth. This is certainly not to to that sort of capacity. But we're still talking about a moral issue. Can you look at him the same or receive his music the same if he puts that out, knowing what he's done? I don't think that I look at him differently. Yes, I do. You know what? I'm going to be honest. Yes, I do. <laughs> Just a little bit. Because okay. I feel like it's hard for me to... What When you're giving us music... Now, I just honestly look at you as like, because again, how he did Moniana Shaw was not right. How he did Crystal was not right. And now, you know, this other uh, mother of his children, I don't believe what he's doing to her is right. So, you know, listening to your music, talking about love, how much you're in love and how much you want to love a woman and treat a woman. Mm-hmm. It really just makes me kind of side eye when I'm listening. Like, do you really want to do that? Or were these just like lyrics that you got? Somebody wrote the song for you. and You thought it would be a hit, you know? Yeah. So it is kind of hard because. Even with R. Kelly, you know, I'm from Chicago. I grew up on R. Kelly. So for many years before, of course, he was you know, officially convicted. It was very hard for a lot of people to separate the artist from Robert from R. Kelly, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and to, for people who lo- grew up on um, Bill Cosby to separate 
Bill Cosby from the the TV dad that they see on television. So, um, you know, it is really hard to separate those people. But at the end of the day, sometimes you have to look at a person for who they really are. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, when I hear your music now about you telling me how much you want to love a woman, I'm kind of side-eyeing because I'm looking at three women now that you've kind of drugged through the mud because you didn't want to be faithful and you didn't want to stay with them. And I know my Yetta Shot got her get her tubes tied and stuff and then he yeah. I mean it was just a lot like it was just so much and so I do kind of look at him kind of sideways a little bit you know with when he does put out new music I'm just gonna be like eh, I don't know if I really believe you and it, mm. and it might impact his sales too uh, yeah, it's that's why I feel like it's a tricky, sticky situation because as much of a yeah. fan as I am of Neo's music, I, I love his music. I think we all obviously he wouldn't have grown to the to the superstardom that he has if people did not love his music. Yeah. But it's going to be difficult to look at him quite the same. Just. It may sound judgy, but that's just the truth. That's just the human nature. The more we find out about your morals and and how off they may be, it becomes off-putting, right? So upon this news, we all found out today that he filed a motion to get a paternity test. His the 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 alleged mother of his kids. I'll say it that way because it has not necessarily. Well, no, she actually posted. By the way, she yes. posted she a it. the actual receipt of the of the report, the DNA report that's uh, that says that he actually is the father. Schaefer Smith, who is Neo, yes. is the father of their youngest child. I know information is going to come out about the the more recent kid, but I don't know what's going on behind the scenes because. It looked as though Neil was on board. He was liking the pictures when she first posted pictures and was showing all of them. He was uh, very much on board. There, we've seen vid- uh, video footage of them recently out together. I don't know if they were celebrating something, yep. but they had been together something in a club. In club. Yeah. yeah, and she yep. was saying that he's her baby daddy, all of these different things. So I don't know what to think of the fact that now all of a yeah. sudden he's trying to get this paternity test. But he mm-hmm. put himself in a very, very... Um, it's a sticky situation i keep calling it that but it's just not looking good and you know what uh i don't know what he's gonna do right he did go on a a recent rant talking about he does not care what any of us think he is living his best Mm. life he said that he's gonna continue to live his life he is gonna be healthy happy he's gonna be rich and he doesn't care about what we think but i hope he cares when he puts out new music and people need to buy it so i will go ahead and say that yeah (laughs) and and you know what at the end of the day how i think uh, i think love is great and i think babies are great so either way these babies are a blessing to 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 the to the mother and the father Hopefully they mm-hmm. can wake they can work all of their stuff out though, Demi. Um, listen, yes. it is always okay. fantastic talking to you. Um, I thank you so much yes. for joining me on the Raw Report today. Let everybody know where of they course. can find you online. Yes, of course. At Demi Lobo everywhere. That's D-E-M-I-L-O-B-O. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything. In LinkedIn, wherever you can find me there, Demi Lobo. Yes, and she is beautiful, doing her thing out there. So please Yay. go follow Demi Lobo. I, I appreciate you so much. I love you right back, and I'll definitely love hope to uh, to do this again soon. Enjoy the rest of Absolutely. your night. Have me back anytime. Okay, bye bye. Thank you. When we come forward, of course, we have your Who's Got Next. I'm so excited about this one. This particular one means a lot to me personally. So uh, we'll play that on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 
your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. I just can't begin to tell you how much this one warms my heart. Um, who's got next? You know, this is always one of my favorite things to bring to you guys. But this person right here is I've been watching since she was a little kid come and get vocal lessons from her grandfather. Obviously, right up under her brilliant superstar mom and her very, very talented producer, songwriter father. This one is Sarah Smith. She is the daughter of Brandy Norwood and Robert Smith, she is finally, finally coming out as an artist. She's been singing for a very long time. And as you will hear, she sounds like her mom, but she is definitely making a statement that she is on her own and she is trying to sound like herself, her her own self. But you'll see what I'm talking about. Let's go ahead and drop this. This is Sarah on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it Don't blame me, I got it Since I was a baby, I leveled up daily, yeah oh. And I'm still growing Trying to seize every moment now Move around I finally arrived It was so far from luck Greatness is up to me, and I'm making that choice I've been taking my time, and I ain't in a rush I don't wanna miss anything, it'll cost me too much I'm still coming into my own And I'll be doing it on my own I'm still getting better Putting it together, immune to the pressure. Got me forever. I'm still coming into my own. Every day I fall more in love. So I know from only here it's up. Dug a little deeper, keep it with a heart of gold. Go ahead and plead your case. Now you see the wife in me. But could you go life with me? Hear me when I say I finally arrived It was so far from luck Greatness is up to me And I'm making that choice I be taking my time And I ain't in a rush Greatness is up to me And I'm making that choice I'm still coming into my own And I be doing it on my Together, immune to the pressure, got me forever. I'm still coming into my There you have it. Okay, okay, come in, come in with the brand. Come in with the brandy. I see you, Andy. 
Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I just I love me some Syrah and uh and the Norwood family. I can see you guys. Um Deborah Chicoa says, Wow, she really does sound like her mom. She really, really does. Uh Mo B, so many artists force themselves to sound like B. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, it's just true. That's a whole conversation around that. That so many people are influenced by Brandy. Um, that they do sort of sound like her or incorporate, you know, her sounds when it comes to their own music. But if you grew up with, with your mom singing, because Brandy sings every single day in the house, but if you grew up that way, you can you can't help but incorporate that sound. And if you're learning from her specifically every single day, then how do you how do you miss? I don't think you can. And uh, there's just something obviously natural that she has. It's a natural gift that is amazing. So we've been watching Sarah on online doing her thing for years. She has all kinds of talented friends and they're all friends of like singers. <laughs> so it's funny. They all get together and, you know, we had Shanice on on the Raw Report recently. Shanice's kids also sing. And so Sarah will sing with her kids and some of her other best friends. And they're all really, really amazing. And they do these kind of videos just showcasing their talents, which is brilliant. And so we've known for a very long time that these kids can sing, but it's like, okay, when are you going to come out? Or do you even want to come out as an artist? Because that's difficult. If your mother has been labeled the your favorite singer's singer, <laughs> um, if she's been labeled that, it's sort of hard, I'm sure, just to... Uh, take a chance and step out into your own and away from the shadow or in the footsteps of someone who's so great. But the fact that she is doing that is just a remarkable thing. So I want to shout out to Sarah for doing that. I want to get her on the show and talk about that. I would love to get her on the show and and talk about that. Um, Maybe fears or doubts or whatever that is that she could be battling on the inside as it comes as it comes to um being an artist in her mom's sort of footsteps or if she gets enough encouragement to say listen i'm not worried about any of that my mom is my mom and i am sarah smith maybe that's possible as well we don't know but i can tell you that what i do know which is that i will be getting um an interview with her i'll be working on that very very soon so i'm excited about that Um, I want to thank Demi Lobo for calling in. We actually used to work together at the Jasmine brand. So I've known her for quite some time. Well before that, though, she's just been awesome. And I want to thank her for calling in. And we'll see. We we may get her on the show again. But I also want to address some of these uh, polls that we had up. And you guys have answered. There's 50% of you who said that women should share their salaries so that it may increase the rates of whomever it is that they're helping to uh, to get there to negotiate their contracts. 50% of you said yes and 50% of you said no. That is very, very, very interesting. And I'm wondering why no. Those of you who have said no, I wonder why. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the reason could be negatively not to share that salary. Of course, like Demi said, unless you're still there at the place of work and maybe it's a little bit 
sort of frowned upon in terms of maybe the policy or something like that. I don't know. But I would certainly share salary just to kind of help somebody out saying, listen, if you're not getting what at least what I'm getting, you should be. And so I would share that information. Also, the weekend, was he wrong for posting his ambiguous cryptic message of goodbye earth on social media? 60 percent of you said no, he wasn't wrong. 40% of you said, yes, he was wrong. You agree with me. 60% said, nah, just let him let him live. Okay, well, we'll let him live. It's been done. His project is coming out soon. If you are a fan of The Weeknd, by the way, one of the biggest streaming artists ever. (laughs) And he's selling out all over around the world. So definitely a global artist. But I also believe once you have that kind of impact in the world, and on social media, and you have those kinds of eyes looking at you. You have to be careful about what you say, when you say it, what you post, just because you never know who is looking at you. And um, it, it could just be kind of funky. So that's my little um, spiel on that. I will I will go ahead and digress. Listen, it is Cinco de Mayo. What I don't want you to miss is some tacos. <laughs> go go out. Go. It's not Taco Tuesday. I tried to offer that to my kids. I said, "Is it could be like a Taco Tuesday? I mean, except it's Friday, but they they weren't having it. They wanted Fat Burger <laughs> instead. So, so we got Fat Burger. Uh, but listen, what I don't want you to miss is some really great tacos and some really really great rest and really great fun at your house this weekend. That's what I don't want you to miss. Um, Moby said, yo, I just found out that Willie Norwood was an opening act for Rufus back in the days. His roots in music go way back. Listen, Mr. Norwood was one of my very first interviews that you can find online somewhere. And we talked about his background uh, when he was coming up and all the some of the wonderful things that he's done. He is one of my favorite people ever. So shout out to Willie Norwood. Shout out to all of you guys who have been tuning in with me all week. We've got another incredible week coming for you next week. And I'm and I definitely want to shout out to Demi Lobo as well. Listen, wonderful, wonderful show. I appreciate you. We've got the best of with Zoe Williams coming up next. I am your host, Robin Ayers. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing, guys. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.